Hello, I'm Sarah Archer and welcome to episode 96 of the Speaking Club podcast. Here's a joke from another listener. Hi Sarah, a smartly dressed lady hobbles into the GP surgery. She's holding her knee and she sits on the chair. The doctor looks around and asks, so what's the problem? She said, it's my left knee, it's hurting. He turns around and looks at his notes, then looks back at the lady and says, hmm, well, you are 80, you know, it's your age. She looks at him straight in the eyes and says, yes, but my right knee is also 80 and that one doesn't hurt. I hope you like it. I love watching your show. Sorry, listening to your show, Sarah. Thanks. Bye. I started this podcast for two reasons because I want to help people recognize the power of stories and humor in speaking, and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organizations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hey, many thanks to Julie Nichols from Body Mind Coaching for that joke. Very dryly delivered. <laughs> now, in this episode, I'm talking all things webinars. Because public speaking isn't just restricted to the stage these days. You've got live video, video and webinars are increasingly used by speakers to share their message, sell their product, service or idea or even promote a conference that they're doing. I've used webinars in my business before and not only do they provide a great opportunity to connect with and add value to your audience, but they're awesome for getting your message out to people all over the world at the same time. They really take advantage of that one-to-many concept. And that's why I thought it would be good to give you the lowdown on webinars today. The first time I used a webinar in my business, it was a couple of years ago, I think. It was to sell one of my first marketing courses, and I think it just made under $700. And certainly not life-changing, but it was enough to get me hooked and see the potential of them. Because effectively, they are pretty similar to talks on stage, similar sort of arc that you need to take three people through. So first of all, then let's have a look at the specific benefits of doing a webinar. And speaking in webinars, first of all, develops authority and trust because you get to showcase your expertise, knowledge, skills, experience, and if you've got them, your products and services that you may or may not be selling on the webinar. And because people also get to hear and see you, it will build the relationship much quicker too. Webinars are also interactive and that engagement can deepen your understanding of your target audience, their problems, challenges and desires. And that in turn is going to help you make your talks better connect with and engage your audiences from the stage. Our webinars can also do wonders for your brand awareness and they're apparently one of the top five types of content for naturally attracting traffic to your website. So if they help to get eyeballs on your stuff, that can't be bad. Now, another specific benefit of hosting a webinar are the incredibly low costs because there's no room hire, there's no refreshments and for your attendees too, they can sit there at home in their pyjamas 
and listen to you and watch you do your stuff. So what's not to like about that? It's kind of like, I guess that's one of the attractions of TED Talks as well. You can just sit there and consume it in your own surroundings. You don't have to go anywhere at all. Now, you could also repurpose your webinar content. You can turn it into an ebook or an email series or even a mini video course. So you can get an ongoing return on the work that you put in to that webinar. And, uh, you know, they're good for driving traffic to your website. And I've said they're also great for building your email list. And also another thing you may not have thought about with webinars, they're fantastic for enabling you to invite guests on. And you can often get your guests to promote the webinar too. And that's a great way to share your message with a whole new audience. And you get to piggyback on your guests' credibility, increasing your authority and raising excitement, attendance rates and social media sharing. I guess it's easy to see that I'm a massive fan of webinars and with all those benefits, I'm sure you can see why. Okay, so... Benefits are great, but they only happen if you get things right. So what are the essential ingredients of an effective live webinar? First of all, you need to make it relevant to the problem, the pain, the objections and the desire of your target audience and your solution to that problem. Just the same as if you were doing a presentation talk from the stage or in in a corporate environment, whatever. All those things are the same. Then your webinar title, because you need to get people there in the first place. So your webinar title must pique curiosity and leave your prospective audience with questions that will make them want to attend the event to get the answer. Next, you've got to prepare thoroughly and have a script. I just don't want you to wing it or at least have an outline of what you're going to say. Then it's also good to have some questions prepared for the Q&A. And I would suggest if you know the objections that your audience might have, um, then I would have some prepared answers to those unless you've already covered them off in the main webinar content, which is always a good thing to do. Okay, use plenty of stories. That's another important thing, especially if you've got it, your origin story. That's the story of how you came to do what you do today. Or you can use case studies where they're relevant to the problem and solution and topic that you're talking about. Now, you don't have to use slides in a webinar. Often people do. I do as well. But if you do, just lots of do's there. Do's, plenty of do's. Here's a don't. (laughs) Just as with your stage presentation, make sure that your slides are complementary to your key points And do not, you should do not, uh, use loads of text. Keep your text to an absolute minimum. Another usual thing you hear me say. So if you're hosting a webinar, you need also to think about your internet connection. This is a practical thing, but it's really important. Um, You need to have a good internet connection and reliable webinar software. And I'll put some links in the show notes to webinar companies that I recommend you check out. I've used myself, uh, Zoom. I've currently switched over to Demio. So, but there's lots of them out there. You just need to have a look at them and uh, see what's what's good for you. And the last three ingredients I want to share for a webinar, and these are again super super important, are energy, passion, and playfulness. You have got to give your all 
and show your audience enthusiasm and engagement with your subject sprinkled with playfulness, okay? And especially so that you can keep things light if there are any hiccups, which there often are with technical things like webinars. So you need to be able to style it out, as they say. And You know, I think the thing to say here with webinars is it's different to obviously doing a talk to an audience that's in front of you because you can, as with theatre as well, when you give your talk, you're likely going to get energy back from an audience. Now, if you're doing a webinar, this is pretty much the same as video as well, you are talking to uh, a screen. That's why you've got to really overcompensate because you're not getting that energy back. You need to imagine those people are there. You need to give it lots of uh, passion, lots of enthusiasm and lots of checking in. Now, one of the biggest mistakes I think you can make as a webinar host is assuming that you're... Uh, attendees are listening. Now, as a presenter, I mean, this goes a little bit for when we're on stage as well. People are on their phones and so on. As a presenter on a webinar, you're competing with a multitude of distractions. People are going to be multitasking, omni-screening, and, uh, you know, there's loads of tabs, whatever. There's loads of distractions. But there are things that you can do during the webinar to keep your audience engaged. The first is encourage interaction. Ask questions early on and encourage you know, them throughout. Keep asking those questions. Go at a comfortable pace. That's another thing you can do because the easiest way to lose the attention of your audience is by going too fast or too slow. So keep checking in and you should find a good rhythm. The next question is how should you structure your webinar for maximum success? One thing I would recommend is firstly to have a few email reminders set up after people have registered. I send out about three, I think. And the length of the webinars, they can vary depending on their purpose. If it's an info webinar, it may only last about 30 minutes. If you're doing a sales webinar, typically that will last from about 45 minutes to a couple of hours. I think my sales webinars come in about 90 minutes and that includes a 15-minute Q&A session as well. Now, when you start off the webinar, when you get to the intro, you need to tell them what they're there for, who the webinar is for and your goals. And this gives anyone who's in the wrong place the chance to jump off. That makes sense. You need to give them the opportunity to leave if it's not for them. There's no point you talking to them and them listening if it's not a good fit or they weren't. it's something different to what they were expecting. After the intro, you need to give them a brief, very brief intro to you. And remember, it's not about you and also your company, if that's applicable. And with just a few achievements and results to build credibility and authority. But please keep this brief. I have seen, just recently I saw one too, uh, a presenter take like 10 minutes of a half hour presentation talking about their achievements. And it was difficult to sort of sit there. You know, it's, not, it's not about you. As I always say, it's about what you can do for the audience. The only reason we talk about ourselves, I, in my opinion, and this is what I tell my clients, you know, that it's fine to tell a story about yourself, your origin story, for instance, if there's a point to it. But just to sort of reel off what you've achieved and your facts and figures and all sorts, that's just not interesting to people. They can look that up on the internet. You know, if you've got a Wikipedia page, they can find that there. Please don't bore your audiences at the start with 
all of your achievements and your swimming certificates and God knows what else. Anyway, enough of that. Get the point. So just keep that brief. Now, after you've done that intro, that brief one, it is actually a good place to share your origin or brand story. And this sort of showcases your idea, your product or service and the results and transformation it's given to you or your clients. So when you're telling a story about yourself with a purpose, that's fine to talk about you. After that comes your teaching or product demo. And this needs to focus on seeing off those objections, the key ones that your prospective audience may have about the message, the idea, the product or the service, whatever it is that you are talking about on the webinar. If you're doing a sales webinar, once you've done your teaching bit, then it's time to check in with your audience and switch into the offer. And I would suggest this takes no more than 10 to 20 minutes, excluding Q&As. And then you can give them the price and give them the link to get an offer if you're making it or tell them the call to action, next steps that you want them to take and so on. And the final piece of the webinar is the question and answer session. Now, as I said, it's good to prepare for these. Have some questions uh, up your sleeve that if you don't get many questions, people are sometimes a little bit slow off the mark with questions. You can, you know, pose them yourself and answer them so that you're dealing with them, even if they're not quite coming to the surface of people's minds. And that all, almost always starts people off thinking of other questions to ask. Now, Webinar replays. If you're offering a webinar replay for those that either want a second look at it or couldn't make it because you do get um, lots of people who don't actually turn up to the webinar, but they will potentially have a look at it on a replay in their own time. So that's good to do. And also important is a follow up sequence because there are often people that need that extra reminder with life as busy as it is for all of us to have a look at the webinar. A good thing that I've seen a few webinar presenters do is timestamp where particular things are. That, you know, gives people a shortcut to the bit that they want to see, you know, and gets them looking at it, which is what you want, especially if it's a sales webinar. Okay, so one thing you may be wondering is how much do webinars cost? And to be honest with you, there are a number of variables that are going to affect the overall cost of the webinar. First of all, the number of people that you're having on there, the platform that you choose, whether you have anyone helping you and whether you use paid advertising to promote it. Now, based on the industry average conversion rates, this is predominantly for sales if you're going to use it as a sales webinar, um, you can expect a 30% registration for everyone who lands on your page. And then you can expect 40% of those that register to actually turn up live for the webinar, which is why the replay is so important. As a rough figure, I would say in terms of cost, you can expect it to cost around $460 to get 250 people to attend. That's a ballpark. It's just, uh, you know, having done my figures and sums on it. Okay, so to summarise, I think webinars are awesome. There are loads of benefits, but you do need to prepare for them in the same way that you would prepare for a talk to an in-person audience. 
Okay, I spent ages putting my webinars together, making sure that they're right, they hit the mark, they add value, they inspire, they engage, everything that I would do for a talk to a live audience. And I encourage you to do the same so that you can get the most out of them. Okay, so here are your takeaways for this episode. Do consider whether a webinar would fit into your business model. And if you do one, Make sure that it's addressing a relevant problem or pain point of your target audience. Make sure you give lots of value, but without giving everything away. Uh, Deal with the key objections and be full of energy and excitement all the way through. But especially if you are actually using it for a sales uh, vehicle, make sure your energy is high at that part of the presentation and don't start second your guessing yourself. It's really important that you show you believe in the product or service or idea that you're sharing and that you want people to buy into. Okay, there you go. Thank you again for listening. I really appreciate it. I know there's so many shows out there. It means a lot to me that you choose this one. And if you could leave a rating or review, that would be brilliant. Um, It only takes you a couple of minutes, but it makes all the difference in terms of helping the show stay visible so that other people can find it. And also it helps us, you know, keep going, basically. You know, it it costs time and it costs money, but uh, I do actually love it. (laughs) I love uh, helping you and I hope it does help you to move forward in your speaking journey. Good. If you're not subscribed, please do that too. Got some great guests coming on the show, great other solo shows coming up. And, you know, this is a good point to mention, actually. If you have any specific things around speaking or communication that you'd like me to cover on the show, or you have a guest suggestion, then email podcast at thespeakingclub.com. That's podcast at thespeakingclub.com. And we'll take a look. Well, that's it from me. Just want to say have a fabulous week. And don't forget to grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. If you want to discover how to create a killer pitch that makes you or your business stand out from the crowd, then you'll want to grab your copy of my book, Straight to the Top. It will help you clarify your USP, your business story, who your target market is and what will make them buy. You'll discover how to get the edge on the competition and position your offer for success. You'll also get proven elevator and investor pitch frameworks to use for maximum impact. To get the book for free plus lots of extra bonuses, you just pay shipping and handling, go to standoutpitch.com today.